Guy Saint-Jacques, thank you very much for taking my call. Uh, my pleasure. Now, um, Chinese authorities today, speaking in Beijing, uh, said they had no information to offer on the fate of uh, Michael Kovrig. Uh, what do you make of it? Well, uh, uh, I uh, suspect that uh, Michael is detained by the uh, state security uh, people, which means that it's uh, outside of the uh, normal uh, detention process. And that means also, unfortunately, that uh, uh, Michael has embarked on a difficult uh, period for him because uh, he will. Uh, he, the, the usual procedure is to bring uh, people to uh, one of the safe houses and uh, subject them to interrogation and based on the past experience, like the one that the Kevin and Julia Garrett went through after they were detained in August 2014. It will mean uh, <clears throat> interrogation uh, late in the night, uh, at all hours, they will subject him to sleep deprivation, uh, they will uh, threaten him uh, and put as much psychological pressure as possible on him to try to uh, make him uh, uh, admit to uh, to, to problems, and uh, it means also that we want to be, our consular people won't be able to have access to him until he is uh, formally uh, accused, and that could take uh, up to six months. And on top of that, he won't be able to have uh, legal representation. So that means that, uh, uh, of course, this is uh, all this is uh, uh, ran by the Ministry of State Security. Uh, which is uh, separate from the uh, Ministry of Foreign Affairs. And uh, I can understand that the uh, MFA will find it difficult to, to provide information, but still there is a duty uh, to keep the uh, Canadian government informed of the uh, whereabouts of uh, Mr. Kovic, although they won't admit to where he is, and they will tell us that he is in a safe place. But... Uh, uh, when you compare this to the, the way that Mrs. Bond was treated, uh, obviously it's not the same standards. Now, of course, um, the Chinese had complained very loudly, uh, alleging that when Mrs. Meng was arrested in Vancouver, uh, Chinese consular officials were not granted uh, immediate consular access to her. Do you think this is uh, some kind of a payback for that? Uh, well, in fact, when you look at the terms of the uh, bilateral consular agreement, uh, we uh, we inform them very rapidly. In fact, uh, the uh, the consulate general was informed uh, the first in the first day after she was uh, arrested, and I don't know exactly when they got access, but it must have been, if not the same day, it, it, it has been the second day, and so. I, I think that on their part, uh, to claim also that uh, human rights were uh, jeopardized, uh, I think it's uh, clearly uh, fabulation. Mm -hmm. Now, you, of course, have uh, had worked with um, uh, Michael Kovrick, from, if I understand correctly, for almost two years in, in China. Um, just tell me what kind of a person is he? <clears throat> well, my, Michael is a, a great uh, foreign service officer. 
uh, I was in Beijing as ambassador from 2012 to 2016 and uh, was pleased to accept his uh, nomination to the uh, position of first secretary uh, in the political section. And uh, throughout his uh, two years at the embassy, I have enjoyed uh, first quality reporting that he provided. Uh, uh, Michael traveled extensively in China, went to places like uh, Xinjiang, uh, met with uh, Chinese dissidents, and therefore he, uh, he had access to a lot of our information. So, so not only do, did I benefit from reading his report, but also talking to him because he had, with all his travel and his contacts, uh, he had a good pulse for what was happening. And uh, Michael <clears throat> is a talented uh, young person. So at the end of his posting, when he said that he, he wanted to stay uh, on, uh, continue to, uh, to work in, uh, uh, in China, I told him, I said, well, uh, you can go and leave without pay. But I really hope that uh, you will come back at any time because we can certainly make use of uh, someone with your skills and uh, competencies. Uh, Michael is uh, fluent in Mandarin. And so uh, he took uh, his uh, leave of absence. Uh, I assume that he is still uh, under that leave, which means there's still a link between him and Global Affairs Canada. Hmm. Now, in terms of... Um his job in uh, at the embassy. I understand also he was instrumental in uh, during the visit of uh, Prime Minister Trudeau to uh, China to, in 2016. Um, is there is this any chance that you see that this could be uh, also linked uh, to I, I don't know maybe the Chinese sending a message directly to Prime Minister Trudeau by targeting somebody he, he might have met uh, during his uh, visit in China? Well, uh, to put things in perspective, uh, Michael uh, did play a role in the, during the visit, but it was, uh, I would say, uh, more of a, a minor role. It was not one of the main roles. Uh, and so, for instance, in Beijing, uh, he was in charge of the uh, signing ceremony, so that consisted in making sure that the texts that were to be signed uh, were prepared in all required languages and that uh, uh, the, the, the people who were going to sign the agreement one after the other were, were there and uh, lined up. And then, uh, because the, the Prime Minister was going to... Uh, in fact, the Prime Minister went to, uh, came to Beijing, then went to Shanghai, then to uh, Hangzhou for the uh, G20 summit, and then to Hong Kong. And because our consulate general in Hong Kong is uh, pretty small, uh, we asked uh, Michael to go and help out over there. But the the main uh, organizer uh, was our consulate general uh, here in Hong Kong uh, together with his team. So uh, <clears throat> I think that probably Michael may have had the chance to say a few words to the prime minister uh, during the visit, but uh, that would be it. Mm. But do you th uh, do you think there is a coincidence that uh, his uh, arrest comes uh, um, just days after uh, uh, Canadian authorities, upon the request of U.S. authorities, arrested uh, Meng Wanzhou? Well, unfortunately, you know, based on my uh, 30 years in China, there is no coincidence in China. In this case, it would have been impossible for them to go directly after. Uh, Canadian diplomat uh, uh, 
posted to to China because uh, you know uh, diplomats have diplomatic immunity. In this case, uh, Michael, uh, I'm sure, was uh, well known to the Chinese security services because they they track the uh, the travel of diplomats, especially those who speak uh, Chinese and uh, Yu-Yen-Net and all this, and so. In this case, it was probably they wanted to send a message to the government that they, so they, by picking him, they came as close as possible to uh, uh, a diplomat. Uh, uh, and, uh, I, I went through something similar in 2014 when uh, Kevin and Julia Garrett were arrested uh, in Bandung, a city that is on the border with uh, North Korea. A week after a Chinese citizen, Mr. Subin, had been uh, arrested on uh, following an extradition request received from uh, the U.S., uh, he was uh, suspected of spying, and eventually he was convicted of spying. And so, uh, and I was uh, involved in the discussion with the Chinese. It was uh, clear that they were implying a swap. You know, give us uh, Subin, we give you the Garrett's, and uh, we forget about uh, all this. <clears throat> and despite our uh, efforts to convince them that we there was no way we could do this, that the two cases were not related, that we were bound by the terms of the extradition treaty, still they continued to push for that. And uh, I suspect that uh, uh, this is what we are seeing now with, with uh, Michael. Now, uh, of course, um, it's interesting that you mentioned the swab because yesterday, um, U.S. President Donald Trump, in his interview with Reuters, uh, implied that he is willing to um, intervene in uh, Meng Wanzhou's case if there is a big trade deal with China. Uh, what do you think this does to you know Canada's? Uh, position that this is a purely, um, you know, extradition treaty matter and legal matter? Well, those are very unfortunate comments, and I don't think that, in fact, the the president has the the power to to do what he claims to do. And furthermore, it feeds into the view of the Chinese that uh, all this is uh, political, and therefore, uh, you know, it's unfair for Canada to carry the brunt of the Chinese attacks and pressure uh, uh, because the Americans have uh, asked us to uh, extradite Mrs. Mang. And so either uh, they have a solid case and the extradition uh, request proceed, or uh, or else if they have no case, they should withdraw their uh, extradition request as soon as possible. But otherwise, uh, you know, it really undermines the extradition treaty and uh, will uh, could result in more pressure on the Chinese uh, from the Chinese uh, on the Canadian government. Hmm. Speaking of the Canadian government, if you were advising uh, the Prime Minister, uh, the Minister of Foreign Affairs today, what would you advise to be the next steps? Well, clearly, the embassy in Beijing has to to be as forceful as possible to try to get as much information as possible on the status uh, of uh, Michael and to find out uh, what exactly uh, 
they are saying that he does, and uh, you know the, the rubric endangering national security is pretty vague. But also, uh, I think that the Chinese ambassador in Ottawa should be called in and uh, be uh, given the same measures. And on top of that, I think on both sides, we have to impress on the Chinese that uh, they uh, are undermining the bilateral relationship, that in fact, uh, this will create uh, uh, create uh, long-term damage and that we, we have to find ways to lower the temperature uh, uh, and, uh, and China should stop these kind of measures. But I'm not confident that this will cont- uh, they, they will agree to that because uh, for them, Huawei is uh, a flagship company. Uh, you know, some people have referred to Mrs. Meng as a Chinese uh, royalty. And it's true that, you know, when you look at the children of leaders and all this, they the princely, the, uh, it's a, a special group of people. Uh, and so uh, for them, this has, for the Chinese, this has become a, a question of national pride. And uh, uh, because they cannot go back after the U.S., and that, that's where they should complain, because that's where the accusation is coming from. They are kicking, uh, kicking us, and, and we, you know, we are collateral damage of this fight between the two giants. Hmm. Now, um, last week, uh, the federal government released a, a press release saying that uh, Tourism Minister uh, Melanie Jolie was supposed to go to China on December 17th to 20th. Do you think it's wise for the federal government to proceed with this visit as, as if nothing had happened? Well, I think it's wise, and it should be used uh, uh, to, you know, to uh, explain our views very clearly. This being said, I would not be surprised if the Chinese cancel this visit, because usually when they are displeased, that's what they do. And so we'll have, uh, we'll know better, uh, but uh, uh, I would hope that this visit uh, would proceed, because that would offer us uh, another opportunity to uh, express our views on the case. Hmm. So where does this leave uh, Canada's relations with China? I mean, um, we were wanted to improve the trade relationship with China to be less reliant on the U.S. We were forced to uh, sign uh, a new NAFTA deal that uh, kind of somewhat limits uh, what we can do. Uh, wh- wh- what What's happening with Canada-China relations uh, from now on? Well, uh, I'm afraid that uh, we are entering a period of uh, turbulence and that, uh, in fact, the, uh, uh, the relationship could uh, quickly deteriorate. On the trade side, you're right. Uh, with uh, Section 3210 of the new uh, NAFTA. Uh, we have lost most of our flexibility in uh, launching free trade negotiations with China, and which is a priority for China. It's part of their five-year plan that goes from 2016 to 2020. And so, uh, uh, you know, obviously, uh, uh, this will have an impact on the overall relationship, and it could uh, throw back the, uh, it could throw it back uh, a few years. And so, it's, all this is very unfortunate. 
Thank you very much. I really appreciate you taking so much time to speak with me. Uh, thank you. My pleasure.